0: 22nd day of the month. In Christ, God was reconciling the world to Himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making His appeal through us. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19 through 20. Be at peace among yourselves. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 13. The seventh beatitude. Happy the peacemakers. They shall be called sons and daughters of God. One of the world's most coveted honors is the Nobel Peace Prize. And one of the world's most popular prayers begins, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. How ironic, then, that we seldom think it is our calling to be peacemakers. On day eight, we looked at the nature of peace. But today, we look at the mission given to us to bring about reconciliation wherever we encounter alienation from God or discord between humans. Do we too often assume that our assignment is to stay out of it when we encounter strained relationships? Sometimes that may be true, except that always we are to pray for reconciliation, and always we are to avoid any action that exacerbates the problem, particularly the carrying of tales from one side of the conflict to the other and participation in gossipy misrepresentation and exaggeration, both of which fuel the fires of animosity. But peacemaking is more than passivity. God actively engaged in peacemaking in the Incarnation. So surely, those who are to be known as daughters and sons of this God are called to be active in passing the peace. That latter phrase may be a helpful clue. Most congregations these days have a segment in the worship service called the passing of the peace. Too often it is perfunctory, merely an exercise in polite civility, detached from any concrete action in daily life. So here is a suggestion that may make it more meaningful and at the same time may make you more aware of your calling to be an ambassador for Christ. Every time you exchange the peace with others in a worship service, quietly say to yourself, God calls me to be a peacemaker at every opportunity available to me. Opening Prayer O God, author of peace and its most active proponent, so greatly did you desire the reconciliation of all things to you, that in Christ you assumed the humility of an earthly existence, indeed the humiliation of death by public execution, Give me grace to risk comfort and status in order that others may be at peace with you and with one another. In this cause, strengthen me through this time of devotion today, through Christ who offers perfect peace to all. Amen. Psalm 122. When they said, Let's go to the house of God. My heart leaped for joy, and now we're here, O oh Jerusalem, inside Jerusalem's walls. Jerusalem, well built city, built as a place for worship. The city to which the tribes ascend. All God's tribes go up to worship, to give thanks to the name of God. This is what it means to be Israel. Thrones for righteous judgment are set there, famous David thrones. Pray for Jerusalem's peeries. Prosperity to all you Jerusalem lovers. Friendly insiders, get along. Hostile outsiders, keep your distance. For the sake of my family and friends, I say it again, live in peace. For the sake of the house of our God, God, I'll do my very best for you. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 23 through the fifth verse of the tenth chapter. When the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and possess the land which I have given you, then you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. You neither believed him nor listened to his voice. You have been rebellious against the Lord from the day I knew you. So I fell down before the Lord the forty days and nights which I did, because the Lord had said he would destroy you. I prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord God, do not destroy your people, even your inheritance whom you have redeemed through your greatness, whom you have brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do not look at the stubbornness of this people or at their wickedness or their sin. Otherwise, the land which you brought us may say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land which he had promised them, and because he hated them, he has brought them out to slay them in the wilderness. Yet they are your people, even your inheritance, whom you have brought out by great power and your outstretched arm. At that time, the Lord said to me, Cut out for yourself two stone tablets like the former ones and come up to me on the mountain and make an ark of wood for yourself. I'll write on the tablets the words that were on the former tablets which you shattered and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood and cut out two tablets of stone like the former ones and went up on the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. He wrote on the tablets like the former writing the 10 commandments which the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain from the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly and the Lord gave them to me. Then I turned and came down from the mountain, and put the tablets in the ark which I had made, and there they are, as the Lord commanded me. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 1 through 10 Therefore let us fear if, while a promise remains of entering his rest, any one of you may seem to have come short of it. For indeed, we have had good news preached to us, just as they also. But the word they heard did not profit them, because it was not united by faith in those who heard. For we have believed entered that rest, just as he has said, As I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has said somewhere concerning the seventh day, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage, They shall not enter my rest. Therefore, since it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly had good news preached to them failed to enter because of disobedience, he again fixes a certain day, today, saying through David, after so long a time, just as he had said before, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day after that. So there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his. From the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 16 through 21. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes in Him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your holy spirit that they may glorify not themselves but you prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you and extravagant generosity toward others this we pray through christ the risen one amen a prayer for the sick and those who minister to them O God, in your compassion made known in Jesus, look with favor upon those who are in distress because of illness or accident. To them, give hope and patience and the ability to entrust themselves to others and to you. Enable physicians and nurses and all who assist them to use their training and skill in the service of your healing love. Help them to minister to those in need with both hands and hearts of mercy. Reveal the closeness of your presence to those who suffer and also to all family members and friends who care about them and work to alleviate their discomfort and anxiety. According to your wisdom and will, restore to full health those who have yet much work to do for you on earth. To those who must endure long-term illness or physical incapacity, give patience and understanding for new kinds of service in the world. Prepare for death those who Who shall shortly confront it, that they may walk through the valley without fear of evil, with confidence that on the other side they will enter fully into your presence, where sorrow and sighing are past. Receive this prayer through Christ who came among us, that we might have life and have it abundantly. Amen. The full version of the serenity prayer. God, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as He did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that He will make all things right if I surrender to His will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life, and supremely happy with Him forever in the next. Amen.